0: this is love from america the last hardcore mma fans podcast on this godforsaken planet what other sport which you should not call a sport, gives you so much and takes so much at the same time. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fan in Central Europe. With me, as always, is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend and he is your favorite early bird. This is the Karate is Back! Thank you, Fabiola Esquivel episode. Luke, why the fuck are we doing this today?
1: Sounds like you're doing this today for karate combat KO. I'm doing this today for MMA events in backyards at the American Legion in Anchorage, Alaska.
0: Dude, I I might have never, never been hyped up so much about a high kick KO in ages. (laughs) I
1: it was it was great. It was great, man. It
0: reminded me of of mid '90s K1. Of K one Romanex of all of all these great things. Thank you, thank you so much. Gives me so much joy.
1: I think I think that that the hype level you have for that karate combat KO is approaching, but perhaps not exceeding how hyped I am to watch Alaska Fighting Championship events in a backyard in Alaska.
0: <laughs> you you'd ha- it's you have so to tell, good. you have to tell us and all the listeners everything about it. Um, if you. The um, our dear listeners want to tell Luke and myself something, just um, send us DMs, slide into our DMs.
1: Slide into the
0: DMs. At in, in Instagram.com slash Podcast, Facebook.com slash podcast. Leave us reviews on iTunes and Spotify. Please only good ones. If I find out that you leave us a bad one, I'll condition your shin. Uh, uh, what, what we do on this podcast is the following we watch we like fight <laughs> we watch
1: we watch like five events per week for that's what it takes what does mma take from us it takes yeah, but, time
0: <laughs> Look, we watch so fights and we like fights and we do fight and event recaps and um of course we all, we also um like the circus around the whole mma thing so we'll just i'll just basically throw some topics that Luke and he reacts. That's the show. No more <laughs> stupid segments, no more bullshitty uh, structure, just just fight inventory caps.
1: How many episodes did it take you to give up and just just start <laughs> with whatever you wanted to talk about? I
0: have no fucking clue on what episode we're Is on, it? but it's it's a lot. <laughs>
1: um
0: do you want to start? What, what where where do we even start? Um this week we'll we'll look into the Ultimate Fighter season 29, episode 12, the last episode of the reality show. We try to go through as many fights on UFC Gastellum versus Canoneer as we can.
1: Only the good ones.
0: <laughs> and there were a lot of good, good ones, so that's. There were a lot of good ones. Then Luke wants to talk about circuses. He specifically, um, I, I basically, he threatened me that he wants to talk about circus, circuses, PFL, Bellator, Alaska Fighting Championships bkfc um, bkfc well surely we'll go into a short ufc trading card roundup i'd say because we are now yeah. co-owners of, of an awesome oh card. my god <laughs> oh my god um, we're co-owners of a card
1: that's 25 years old and it is still mma related
0: nft that shit baby and then all of you Please. listeners can become co-owners of that card too
1: Yep. Where, where do you want We're to start? We're going to put it in the vault. Let's where, put it in the vault.
0: Where do you want to start, good Luke?
1: I really, uh, after our little preamble talk that we had before we started recording, I think we need to start with Bahamundas.
0: So let's let's dive straight into the fight night that was UFC versus, um, Castello. <laughs> UFC versus Castellum versus Cannoneer.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Basically, UFC versus Castellum could be true because that dude is like 5-1 in his last six, so but it's true the just just a, something up front watch this prelim cards good people yeah this prelim cards fired me the heck up
1: yeah yeah i was trying to figure out why my throat hurt when i woke up this morning and it's probably because i was screaming in the first four fights
0: every single fight on that prelim card was a certified banger they were all bangs and to, to quote a good friend of us, Jay Bones from Hilo, Hawaii, none of none of these fights specifically had maximum Shui potential up front, but then, man, these 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 um, these fighters delivered. So let's on dive on the
1: on the prelim card. There's one, two, three, six fights on the prelim card. What is the fighter on the prelim card you most wanted to drink a Shui after?
0: their fight. I mean, I mean uh, we I, found... Because I got one. I got one. <laughs> I got one too. Who's uh, that? I mean, it's difficult to say because... Dude, Josiane Nunes.
1: Yes, that's me too. For sure. Was,
0: she was like so happy. The, the final cut <laughs> they did on her after they interviewed her, that smile on her face, that it that, that just made me happy. I mean I, I just wanted to give her my shoe and let her drink. It's like it's amazing. What?
1: Just let her pound a beer out of your yes. shoe, man. Look. What a matchup. What what a KO. What everything about that was like like it's I I I was watching her and I wanted to I wanted to have her start training people at heavyweight that are shorter and smaller. And telling them how to attack people that are much taller than
0: that. Yeah, because Street despite tables. despite having having some heavyweight fighters which are tall, like Stefan Struve, who never used his reach ever in a fight, I I actually thought that Bea Maleki, despite um, my my initial thoughts, I was very surprised that he was using her distance quite well at the start of the fight, at least. She mm-hmm. she changed up kicking techniques and um, Levels where she kicked, but man, I mean, Nunes was. I think she was unfaced by everything and just was swanging and banging at, at Bea all banging the time. And bang.
1: Superman punches to enter. I mean,
0: <laughs> isn't that amazing?
1: It's so good. And then, oh my god, you have to tur- turn back the clock, pause the podcast while you're listening to it, and go watch yes. Josiane Nunes versus Bea Maliki Is so good.
0: Look. <laughs> As as most I think Bea has has an issue as most taller fighters have, you or you rarely fight people the same height as you are. So she she almost forgot for the for the entire fight she forgot to put up her guard. And um, It looks
1: so tall compared to Josie Nunes, but Tapology only has her at five nine, and Josie Nunes is five two. I mean look, why she looks so tall, but
0: you can't. Yeah. You can credit um, Maleki for for using the distance at the at the start of the fight. You can credit Nunes for entering in with Superman punches. But the best thing that Nunes does uh, did was setting up the beautiful left hook she slapped Maleki with by hitting her with a lot of body punches before. That's that's how you lower a already low guard even more and whoever came up with that game plan and credit to Josian Nunes for for executing on that game plan that was just brilliant great maleki got fucking dumped <laughs> i mean <that's> so <laughs> awesome so josian nunes if you listen to this i'm sure you do um i'll i'll have a shui with you if you want to Ingr-
1: congratulations josian nunes there is there Three is another
0: shui candidate yes <laughs> who is it
1: Bahamundes.
0: Ignacio Bajamundes.
1: Bajamundes. So I got I got some takes on this Bajamundes Roosevelt Roberts fight. Of course. And <laughs> Bajamundes had like he finished the fight in the last gosh, in the last five seconds. Yes, oh my god. With a unbelievable wheel kick. Um but part of that finish too that made it so good was all the things that sort of could have happened to make it not to make that finish impossible. Like he, he got his face jabbed off. He was bleeding everywhere. And he fought through that. And he was attacked with takedown attempts throughout the fight. And he fought through those. And he really could have, he could have just coasted in the last 15 seconds. He didn't like there's no like he was winning clearly winning through output all three rounds I thought, but he didn't. He still went in and got that wheel kick. Yeah. And the, are you going to give him? Are you going to give him a little credit, <laughs> or do you still think he ducks his head too low and gets his
0: face jabbed <laughs> out? I I knew I knew you you would uh, you would dump me on that. Uh, I was <laughs> I I um. I have to confess, I hated on Bahamondes some fights ago um, because he was leaning forward so much against a a guy who was it? Who was it?
1: uh Macdessi Looked it up. It was MacDessy, a guy that is shorter than him, right? So, so Bahamondes leaning Bahamundus forward, was... so so Mac-Dessie could reach him.
0: Yeah, so, so MacDessy could reach him. This time, Rosewood Roberts almost had the same height as Bahamondes. Um, yeah, look, I mean. He was, he was getting his his face punched off with with jabs by Roosevelt Roberts. But the events occurring before the spinning wheel kick to the face, um, he had a standing guillotine, and and as soon as he realized that he might not finish Roosevelt Roberts, he, he might even be uh, have been aware of the time. He he um, let go of the guillotine and set up a. Um. <laughs> yeah, he he set up a spinning back fist combination, a, a a an elbow to the face before he threw the spinning wheel kick. So that was that was awesome.
1: Did that make it on? Did that wheel kick make it onto your KO of the year list? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, mine too. Yes, Not that I keep a list. I let you keep the list. <laughs> it definitely,
0: did another fight, too. another fight, another KO. Made it to that uh, to that list, <laughs> but um, look, yeah, this this. Um, I mean, look, the, the fight wasn't specifically good because I think. I mean, how can I say this? D- during. The, 30 th- seconds in I noted down that 30 seconds in every strike from every from each of the guys hit the target. It was no uh, roosevelt was was too content at the end of the first to take punches. Um, so I think Bahammans was very methodical. he just continued to do his his stuff t- double triple combinations take note, some other fighters. you can combine strikes you can throw more than one. And they ate away at Roberts till that culmination of the of the spinning wheel kick to the face. Awesome, awesome, very good combination. It's a strike sequence that makes sense, um, not just throwing punches for the heck of it, but but actually to set something up and to set up the spinning wheel kick because that is a risky kick to take and it most likely it, it will miss the target. But if you set it up like Bahamandus did, you get you reap the rewards. Right.
1: My God, when it hits the target, though,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 boy, it did. It uh, did. We had another banger, <laughs> another banger on the on the card on the prelim card. I called it uh, the finish. The finishing punch was a mini left hook.
1: Oh yeah, um, William Knight.
0: Yes, William, William Knight.
1: Knight. Fabio Chirant. Yeah. Can you William des- Knight. Can you describe William Knight? William has, Knight? Has
0: can you can you describe he has, him?
1: He has traps. He has shoulder traps like the size of my head. The man the man looks like like he could like he looks like a uh like some sort of a superhero comic book character that could just pick up a car and throw it. Not like not like in a violent big big mean way like the Hulk, just kind of like a guy that could casually lift up a car and toss it
0: that's no, how he looks no, no, that then, guy that guy
1: does not this guy he, he probably does
0: that guy he, loves his fitness his fitness routines
1: he uh caught Fabio I thought Knight was in trouble and then Fabio Charant fell over dead yeah and I was like what happened and yeah. it's because Knight caught him with a straight arm left as he was coming in and clipped him and he just
0: toppled I, I, let's call it a mini straight arm left hook that was basically no torque in it basically nope. no no distance covered with the punch just just some some short distance and it it was enough to to ko charant
1: does that uh, does that give you pause for charant's uh sharand's ability to take a punch no I don't or is think so as he was charging in
0: yeah I I do think it has to do with with the with the mechanics that play at uh, during the the exchange because I I think Sharon was hit perfectly on the right spot and with the right mechanics of him moving in and Knight just torquing his body it's like I I don't I don't it, it, it doesn't give me pause at all you for you does it
1: at first it did I have. I, it seemed like it wasn't a hard shot, but at the same time, the, like like you say, they were he was charging in. So,
0: I have to credit I have know. to credit credit Knight as well for the nice low kicking game. It's it's not an easy feat for for a guy that small compared to his opponent to uh, low kick that nicely inside and outside, and I enjoyed that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chiron's just got one other KO, a flying knee, that he took from Alexa Kamer in the Contender Series in 2019. I mean, so I, I I can't I can't argue with flying knees knocking people out. Um, so I guess we'll see. Uh, that was three of the bonuses. The last bonus went to uh, Pantoja, mm-hmm. in the Alexandra Pantoja versus Brandon Roy fight, a fight that actually got me to care a little bit about the 125-pound division.
0: Dana Um, Frederick White Jr. named this fight (laughs) a contender fight. He did his
1: job. He promoted (laughs) the fight. He did his job, and good for him because it got me to care. And I was very interested to see how these guys looked, and they both looked good, in my opinion.
0: I, I mean, despite the hate that Dana Frederick White Jr. deserves, he promotes more than you'd think. And why he chose that—it's—it's it's just puzzling to me sometimes to find out why he chooses some fights, and I'm not quite sure why he chose that one. But I'm—I think he has some contractual obligation to offer one of the title contenders or one of the one of the title holders, one of these guys. So Pantoya did his job I mean, and stopped Royval. I mean,
1: I mean shit, Marino was right there doing the Mexican broadcast or the uh, Spanish broadcast. So oh, I didn't—I like,
0: didn't get that. Okay, that—that yeah, that makes sense.
1: So so in the post fight. Pantoja got to call out Marino and Marino was at the desk uh, next to the cage and he, and they could have camera on both of them. And then uh, uh, my, my comment after the fight was just like, I mean, I'll watch either of these guys fight Marino, of just course. give Pantoja first, right? Like I'll, I'll watch Roy Val fight him after oh. that performance. I thought Roy Val was winning till he got caught.
0: I, um, Pantoja I had a, I had locked a on too. a rear
1: naked choke uh, in the second round and got the finish in a I think it was in a scramble from what I remember but pal we need, it was to, move, already we days need ago. to move on <laughs> i know it's like i know but,
0: but these fights were really really good i strongly recommend watch all of these we had another finish on on the card the fir- very first fight palatnikov versus Brahimai. Brahimai is a submission guy he he actually finished a lot of his fights via submission uh, likely all of his wins i'd say um so he got palatnikov in a joke um, a Naked joke. Polatnikov defends the joke for minutes. So he moved to the right uh to the right sides and and adjusted himself as good as he could, but no chance for him to escape.
1: Got his head squeezed right off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my my apologies uh in 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 being so hyped for the Madsen Guida fight, it ended up looking like a Guida fight and not a a wrestle a grapple a grapple scramble um, did, did you jump Clay, fights
0: now don't we give Brahimai some credit
1: I only caught the finish okay and all I have written down is he squeezed that dude's head right
0: off <laughs> it, that, that's a good description and good, okay he had gold on his side because he screamed at his gold oh, for several yeah. minutes so maybe yes. maybe that's, that, that was a bit of an unfair matchup for Palatnikov because <laughs> yes. Brahimai was not alone there
1: no, you can't take on God as well as, as this guy. That's going to squeeze your head off. Brahimai
0: loves himself. He's gold. I can tell you that that much. <laughs> Sasha needs. Sasha needs to bring his God with him next time. Guida, he fights Brahimai. Guida versus Matson. Guida
1: is perplexing, and to such a degree that that even the desk in the third round was dead silent for ten seconds, twenty seconds at a time. <laughs> Only punctuated by Anik trying to say something because there's not a lot to say because he perplexes people.
0: I and was I was surprised and and I think not not joking here. Guida fights are some of the very few fights which actually would make sense to watch in a bit of a slow motion because he hits some some low kicks, um, jab cross combinations, or kick uh, kick and punch combinations and you barely even register that they hit because he's yep. so fast and he moves so awkward. And he throws the punches and the kicks from stances and positions you'd never expect someone to do it. And he does it, and he's successful with it. So,
1: Did you think, did, did you think that the stat that Clay has six-plus hours of time in the octagon fighting other people, do you think of that as an achievement or as a torture? <laughs> I mean
0: first of all, I, this stat always puzzles me but that's because I, I am no fighter of course. I'm not sure if that is of any worth s- s- telling me that he fought so many hours. does it does it really make a difference? Is it something like a black belt in Brazilian jiu Jitsu is six hours of fight time or is it just a funny stat?
1: something I mean it's something like 30 fights in the UFC which which considering how his fights go makes sense that he has that much time. But yeah, fifteen minutes at a time, twenty-five minutes at a time. Uh, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss.
0: Look, I but always he's, bring been
1: at, he's been at. He's one of those guys. He has been at it since two thousand six in the UFC.
0: Look, I I always bring up uh, the Ultimate Fighter thirteen finale, Pettis versus Guida, where I, uh, I attended live and I almost fell asleep. So that tells you. <laughs> that tells you how much you have to know about. Uh, uh, Guida he
1: perplexes. He perplexes the judges as well. They gave it to Madsen. I don't I don't have a problem with it, but like I can see the argument that Clay would be upset about that too. Um some of the some just, of
0: the yeah, some of the exchanges between Guido and Madsen were interesting because you saw that both of these guys were actually quite good at switching up between Pressure the other guy and releasing the pressure. Guida had a specifically nice sequence, I think, in the second, where Madsen pushed up on him, and Guida did a, a some sort of a judo move where he just pushed against him and then quickly released again. So Madsen stumbled a bit. That was nice to see, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go back to that fight and score it. And I have no problem with either outcome. Did not particularly enjoy the fight. It's what I do. What did it enjoy the most was Madsen's callout. Did you register? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, Madsen. I'd watch. I, I don't. I don't think it makes sense for Gregor Gillespie to fight Mark Madsen, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I would definitely watch that fight.
0: That's another one of these fights I want to see now, and I did not know that I wanted to see it before someone actually brought it into existence. This, is,
1: this whole, <laughs> this whole UFC. Uh, I have there, I loved vast majority of it yeah. um, and it it's something about like it, it was very much one of those UFC cards that I was like okay I gotta I gotta like I gotta watch these fights but I'm not sure I care about any of these fights and I, and, and it makes me so happy that I watch these fights at, after the fact. Um, and the fights that I did care about, aren't the ones I care about on the next day. True. Um, The prelims of this card were fantastic. And then the last couple fights, they went with a heavyweight fight, a Guida fight, and then they had Jared Cannonier and Kelvin Gastelum, which the main event, for me, I was watching it. It finished strong, but there were moments in those three fights all going to decision that I was just like, oh boy, man, I I want to go to bed.
0: I wrote down Luke stuff, and I I just wanted you to without looking. Maybe maybe you you caught it during the the broadcast. Guess Kelvin Gastelum's age. It's
1: thirty four. No, it's twenty nine.
0: Wow! <laughs> I mean, that, See, that and I was going,
1: mind. I was going, and I was going low too. I was trying to go
0: low. As as some of the people might know who listen to this podcast. I am, not, I am a not-so-secret member of the, of the Gastellum Dojo. I, I always love the fighting style of the guy, and when he is on, he's so much fun to watch. And he's now 26 pro fights in, and that dude is not even 30. That has to blow your mind. Kind of near as well. That, that dude came down from heavyweight. Gastelum wishes he could fight at heavyweight, but <laughs> moved up from welterweight. He does. Barely made it uh, welterweight, that is. Yeah, Sometimes, of course, that's... he did not. And look, Kelvin, as always, n- nice combos, mixing in the kicks, switching stances, ro- even rolling with punches. Because Cannoneer hit him. Of course, he also dropped him with some of the punches. But with some of the punches, he rolled quite nicely. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, what, Bro, is, what is Calvin's he... record? It's 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 not good.
1: It's he has lost the five of the last six, and he. Barely made weight. Like he made weight in the last 15 minutes of the last hour extension he could to make weight. He weighed in initially a quarter pound over 186 and had to drop another quarter pound for an hour and then weigh
0: in again. Dude is like, um, dude is like, the dude, the enigma, an enigma because he lost this fight. But Gastelum is a guy, if he wins one or two, is he back in a title contention?
1: I just, I feel like he's one of those guys the UFC just loves, right? I mean, of course. Like, give this guy big fights, see if he can win. I mean, he's got his losses are like the only one is that's well, he loses to Israel Adesanya, right? And then he goes and he loses to Darren Till and Jack Hermanson. Maybe Jack Hermanson, he shouldn't have lost to. Yeah, and Darren healed,
0: Till, Darren Till as well, he shouldn't have lost to Darren Till. Darren yeah, Till and, and Hermanson are not are not fighters he should lose to.
1: That was a split decision loss to Darren Till. I don't, he, you're right. I don't think he should lose to Darren Till either, but he should probably need to do more in the fight to secure that. It's again, like I think I said it last week, like you go to decision with judges in MMA in 2021, it's 50 50. You have no idea what's going to happen. Cool. Someone, someone even last night had some absurd scorecard giving all three rounds to a fighter who lost clearly lost two of them. Um, but yeah, he's then he goes beats Ian Heinich, and then loses to Robert Whitaker, and now Jared Cannonier. So, so these are these are these two guys, Whitaker and Cannonier. These guys are good.
0: So listen, like, are you Luke? You are the new Dana Junior White, whatever. Give Castellan wins the next two, doesn't doesn't matter how and against whom, you give him a title shot again?
1: Well, yeah, because who else is there? at no, no 185. One. Like there, it. it's a it's a wasteland of 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 a division that Israel Adesanya is just Israel Adesanya himself is saying now in social media or somewhere that I saw he's like yeah I'm just gonna lap everyone I'm just gonna beat them all again
0: that is that it's is like, probably okay. that that sounds so do cocky and so wrong but he he's probably right <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah but uh, and also like we need to fill pay per view title card title shots so you might as well just do it Israel and get paid man just correct. do it and get paid. It's going to be a huge. It's going to be a huge effort to leave New Zealand, do these fights, go back to New Zealand, quarantine for two months or whatever you have to do to get back into the country. You might as well just do it and get the money while you can because you're young. So do it. Beat Lost. them all again. Beat, beat, beat Gastelum on a loss. You know, fuck it. He gave you the toughest fight, it, arguably you've had except for Jan at light heavyweight. True. So. Do it again. Fuck it. I'll watch it.
0: Last question for this UFC. Will Bea Maleki make your Mummy Guard All-Stars team?
1: You know, I feel like i made a note about that. Um, It seems unfair because she looked huge compared to Nunez, but she is only 5'9 or whatever, and the rest of the Mummy Guard team is like, you know, 6'5 feet tall. But saw. we could start. We could start an alternative, like women's mummy card bracket.
0: I, I just saw her, basically never close her fist and never, <laughs> never have yeah. her fingers not po- pointed directly at Nunez's eyes.
1: And so. Nunez, Nunez, zero fucks given. No, just she doesn't. Care. Superman punch right into it. She doesn't it. care.
0: <laughs> I mean, that was my fight of the evening. Anything else we forgot about the, uh, the this UFC card?
1: Uh, I mean, they they previewed some fights that are that they booked. That's good. They previewed some Ultimate Fighter stuff. That's for next week. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like in order to talk about it though, we need a Ultimate Fighter season recap. This you. guy
0: this guy segues the fuck out of that one. Very good.
1: I had that. I wrote that three days ago. I've been waiting <laughs> to use it.
0: So let me give you your the Ultimate <laughs> Fighter. Season 29, episode 12, recap. The last <laughs> the last episode of this, let's call it a show, just for the sake of it. The yeah. episode was titled A Beautiful Fight. <laughs> why?
1: Mm. I don't know. You caught me with coffee. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? I don't know. Uh, me neither. I only watched the fight. I only watched the fight. And I mean, it was a fight.
0: These these episodes but. these episode titles are actually quite a running gag because they are so I mean whoever comes up with that with them uh, I'm not sure if I give him a, a pat on the back or a a jab I'm not sure it's like but the, the, these these episode titles are something
1: I think I think if they, I think like the, the intern naming the episodes at ESPN or at UFC or whoever's producing it needs to listen to the show and just name name one of the episodes next season. Certified bang. Yeah, That's
0: why not? We Look, it. we always blame interns, but I am quite sure, as we know the the corporate hellscape, that these episode <laughs> titles might be conjured up in a marketing board oh, meeting for sure. with twenty five people in it discussing the, the naming for twenty five. This shit
1: so. this shit is focus grouped with people wearing tap-out shirts on the strip in Vegas. They've, they're just driving around Probably. throwing people in a white van. Hey, do you want a focus group, a thing for the UFC? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, baby.
0: <laughs> Look, first, we see Volkanovski cooking. Actually looks great. Um, then uh, Ortega brings his dad, who cooks too. Um, so nice. episode starts with just these two coaches cooking. Then we have, oh, of course, sob stories galore again. I don't know what what's up with these sob stories. I mean, look, I get that some of these of these people have hard a hard upbringing or a hard backstory, but man, come on, stop it with these sob stories. All that just only sob stories. I need a feel good story some, from time to time. So it's just like some people, like Chocolate L, who was saying, that, "Yeah, I was an accountant, but I wanted to fight. I like that."
1: The the kid the kid that's living in the firehouse is kind of a feel good story, isn't he? Maybe. Because he lives in the firehouse, he was like adopted by the firefighters or something. I've just been saying Look,
0: that. It's not true. And then then in the episode, they are all of these people are in the house and they are playing Jenga with a child. How <laughs> Wait, Luke, what Luke, how could this ever be fun? Whose child is it? I have no clue. I think it's Ortegas.
1: Okay, that makes more
0: sense. No, but there was a child, and they played Jenga with this child. How how could this... I mean, dude, I'm a grown man.
1: They have been been deprived of all contact with the outside world, no electronics, and they are forced to just start shit with each other for weeks at a time. So yes, after that, Jenga with Ortega's kid looks fun, dude. I would play Jenga with Ortega's kid after that. If I didn't have to listen to those dudes talk anymore, yeah.
0: Luke. Yes. They were playing Jenga with a child. Let that sink That's in. That's fine. Let that sink it's in. Sunk. Okay, I get it. Then we they have
1: were bored as fuck.
0: <laughs> Look, we have Gilbert Urbina training footage in slow motion. Then nice. Ryder was rapping. I, I could have lived without that. Then is Treshawn singing? Could have lived without that as well. <laughs> <laughs> then oh, okay. I have to don't don't be so sarcastic all the time. Ortega looks sharp as fuck when he's training. That I mean I am truly really not joking, very impressed. The kickboxing drills he did with Treshawn, um, that was very, very awesome to watch. Ortega is so slick and so fast. I am I am pumped. After seeing this this drill with Treshawn, I am I am beyond excited for the matchup with Volkanovski, let me tell you. Awesome. More phone calls, awesome. more sub stories. Then we <laughs> have the the Ultimate Fighter flashback by Toyo Tires. That is actually a good flashback. I'm not sure they they skimped a bit on the flashbacks because it's not just single scenes or something funny happening, but like, okay, this flashback was season two, Rashad Evans. <laughs> I, but I I had to laugh a bit because I did not remember, of course, Rashad Evans was being picked last out of all of the fighters. I think I think mostly because he was undersized. Um, And won the season, as we all know. He beat the hillbilly hearthrob, Brad Imes. And then beat Forrest Griffin at UFC 92 for the title. Became the UFC light heavyweight champ after he won the ultimate fighter at a heavyweight weight. So, feel good story. Thank you, Rashad. Nice. The hillbilly hearthrob, Brad Imes. (laughs) Watch some fights of that guy, pal. It's amazing. All right. (laughs) Hillbilly hearthrob. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, we had the fight. Sean Gore versus Gilbert Urbina. Um, the fight is a bit boring, I'd say. Looks, It looks more like drilling single strikes. Strike for strike exchanges for most of the first. But um, Sean Gore, that dude packs some power. He, he dropped Urbina with a counter left. A second time later in the fight, uh, in the first as well. Um, and then, then something awesome happened again. Second round, some corner dork calls out Treshan. You can hear it; like it's so loud. He called for Treshan to follow up after he just threw single strikes. And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, yep. I was like a dad outside. I was like, "Good advice, pal. Very, very well yep. done." And I, I spoke it yep. out loud. I hope my wife did not hear me. But <laughs> and Treshan KO'd. Um, yes. Urbiña, um, same strike. He dropped him twice in the first. Uh, Urbiña was moving in this time. Um, yeah, so yeah it, it it it
1: was it was really problematic for me to watch the first round because I did actually watch the fight. I didn't endure any of the other shit on the beginning of the show like you have put yourself through. But I to did. watch Trishan not finish him in the first and then finally finish him in the second, I yeah, was like, I was, good. Thank you.
0: I, I think Rubina did not quite know what to put up against Sean because he did not change anything and he couldn't. Maybe that's because he got his bell rung twice in the in the first, and that might have been difficult to adjust. But I think he didn't just did not have a a recipe to to implement. So here are your Ultimate Fighter twenty nine final matchups in theory. Not want to go the Josh Gross route and spoiler everything, but in theory, it's Ricky Terzois versus Brady Crosson here mm-hmm. at bantamweight, and then you have Trishawn Gore versus Brian Battle at middleweight. In theory, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. In, in, theory. in I, theory. I don't want to be Josh Gross, pal.
1: Listen, <laughs> it's in the public. It's in the public domain, so we can talk <laughs> about Trishawn Gore. And his knee, if you would like to, please talk uh, about knees. Out.
0: Talk about knees on this show, man.
1: So there's two, and there's that's another reason I was really happy he got the finish because he's out of his fight. He will not be fighting at in the final because his knee is hurt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that probably and it's good he got the finish because that probably means he'll still be offered some sort of, of contract to come fight in the UFC if that's what he wants to do. Uh, it's quite fighting in the UFC is, you know, we're always pretty skeptical of fighting there as a young fighter because you get paid shit. But um, you can if you want. And there will be instead, uh, Gilbert Urbina will be fighting Brian Battle,
0: uh-huh.
1: not Trishon. And that's the Gilbert Urbina is that. So Gilbert Urbina is who we just beat in the show. Right? Correct. Right. So. Yeah. So. And, and I mean, that makes sense. And we so saw that was the fight.
0: He who gets yeah. into the final though so we saw Volker versus take a face up face off we'll have to fight now that I've seen more of Ortega Dana White had a quote and told about someone that he is determined to become the next ultimate fighter
1: oh who's that I
0: have no clue <laughs> okay let me Sorry. rate let me rate this season and and how do you say it in English put a bow on it Okay. Fights. I rate the fights 7 out of 10.
1: They were good, the ones that I watched.
0: So I'd say besides one or two fights, every single fight was entertaining. Let me rate the show. 1 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah, it was bad. I had it 2 out of 10, but the Jenga kid, the Jenga kid broke me.
1: Uh, you really hate games.
0: No, I love games. You
1: hate, you hate Jenga? You hate cornhole?
0: I hate Jenga. I hate... <laughs> having a child in that house because you can't do you can't behave like a madman. It basically just it just it blocks all of the fun if you have a child in there.
1: Was it ever really fun though?
0: Yes, it could have been. Remember <laughs> dudes sprinkling on sushi? Stop. No, I don't <laughs> want to remember that. <laughs> remember, remember. Bang, man. I want to do that, man. <laughs> Let me bang, bro. <laughs> No that would never happen with that child there playing Jenga man.
1: True. That's true.
0: You also you know what, what else wouldn't never would never happen? Let me <laughs> Nothing of these s- things would ever happen. Um performance of the season for me was Ortega drilling and instructing. And the no no of the season was Volkanovsky with his naked clock joke.
1: Ah, oh, the clocks, yes.
0: So yep. that's that's it. We are done with the ultimate fighter flashbacks. We're not much. <laughs> we're not, you not very quite much.
1: done with the ultimate fighter though. We have to ask uh Brian Battle, Gilbert Urbina, and Ricky Turquois Turquois versus Brady High Stand.
0: That's just a base that's I'd, a that's a normal UFC that's a normal UFC fight night for me. That's that has nothing to do with the ultimate fighter.
1: I don't hate the I don't hate the matchups. Nope.
0: Brian Battle is a problem. So.
1: Ricky is a Ricky is a madman as well. Um, and headlining the event is Giga Chikadze versus Edson Barbosa. I mean, God
0: damn it. How good is this man? This God, matchup ma- might be the matchup, the matchmaking of the year. I don't know if the match will be good, but damn, that, that, that made me so happy. Well, we have to speed it up. We have to go into your circuses. <laughs> <clears throat> um, just, oh. just a short breakdown of two events that happened. We, okay. uh, we had the professional Kayla Harrison League 8. Yep. She dominated again. Yep.
1: She did dominate again. It was it was Gina, Gina Fabian had scientists on her side, but they could not science their way out of how to <laughs> not get taken down and brutally ground and pounded by Kayla Harrison. You
0: can't engineer Kayla Harrison strategies. Can't do there it.
1: There is no secret scientific strategy. You simply have to be better. And she was not. So, this yeah. card fell apart yes. in the last two days. Larissa Pacheco missed weight. And they, are. Right, it's not the UFC. If you miss weight, you are out of the tournament. Mm-hmm. You can't miss weight and continue.
0: Can't do because it. Because
1: that would, you can't do it because that <laughs> would be unfair. Yes. But what you can do is have your uh, bout canceled and then have someone else thrown in to fight the person that's replacing the person who missed weight.
0: You like it? You can no, do You that. like this this rule?
1: Well, it was sort of an unspoken rule, I think, because it's promotional fuckery. I don't like it. You like can it. do it. I, I don't, don't like it either. I don't like it. Caitlin Young. Uh, Tapology says Young withdrew. That's dis- in dispute. Young Young, and we have it on authority, did not withdraw. She was given her walking papers so that um, Taylor Guardardo could fight someone who... who In, in Mariana Morice who probably won't beat her, Guardardo wins and now is fighting Kayla Harrison in a squash match for a million bucks. But do we- not to say it couldn't happen but it's not going to happen and cale harrison's going to win yeah. again. So all the like all the like intrigue around someone maybe being good enough to beat cale harrison is immediately out the window and now we don't care about a fight in the finals.
0: I mean, I do. I just I oh as i always say, of course you can be um you can be way better than your opponent, of course. But um yeah, I mean you have to put them away so i love to watch kayla harrison fight uh-huh. just because just sure. because she domi- she dominates the 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 people to fight or she needs to dominate so that's that's good enough for me
1: sure yeah no that's fine i'm not like it's just yeah. that they like the circus element is in the taking themselves so seriously and then doing things that are completely unserious like if she's starting you know I
0: mean? if she'd started to struggle against these cans and these unproven fighters and the fighters who clearly don't have the the fight skills to to compete against her then then I, I might be I might be bummed but as long as she finishes these these fighters and does it in an awesome fashion like she did here no no problem at all let's right. move on to Bellator. Oh,
1: honorable mention, Claressa Shields is booked in the PFL Championship card against uh, a 2-0 fighter, Abigail Montes, so yeah, we can that's watch good. Claressa Shields fight again.
0: Perfect. Why not? Um,
1: Bellator. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to say except the <laughs> prelims were fun. I didn't watch the I didn't get, I didn't catch the main card. I couldn't find a way to watch it. Um, and I'm not going to I'm not going to buy Showtime for an afternoon. Because I already had my favorite PKFC to watch at this. C- they were yeah, counterprogramming, we'll, we'll so I watched that the, instead.
0: Bellator Bellator uh, 265 wasn't a good card. It's just like Jack Congo is 46 now, and <laughs> of course, Kharitonov is not is not a young a young whipper snapper. <laughs> but um, yeah, he he <laughs> rear naked choked in. Um, like I, I'm not sure if they if they mangled the clock because it's like it was it was at the buzzer, oh, maybe yeah. over the buzzer. Um, yes. Now he's now the most Winnie the, the 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 heavyweight that won. god, god damn it! How would he would even say something like
1: that? The English, the Swiss English. He, he he's won the, the most heavyweight,
0: uh, winningest. Oh my god, what what is that? What what would that even mean? So yeah. Um, yeah, sluggish fight. I watched fight. the replay. It's a heavyweight it's, fight. I mean,
1: it's one of those things that falls into, like, you as the ref have to decide if it, the tap was before the belt, right? Yeah, it's like he tapped, cl- and clearly the ref- he
0: tapped, and maybe... Look, he, he he brought him down with a double leg um, and, and could... Too easy. He moved too mu- to mount too easy, for my, for my opinion, and then he, he just threw on a, a joke, like like it, if it was the last thing he wanted to do, which is actually a quite good sign. And, uh, yeah, it's like Haritonov had to tap. <laughs> Bellator.
1: And that was Bellator.
0: Move on to... BKFC
1: was fantastic.
0: <laughs> Please, talk about BKFC. I couldn't watch it, so... Fill me in.
1: You couldn't watch it? You are a paying member, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am, but I could do it. Dude, you to gotta move. watch it. Melvin Gillard fought. Oh my god, really? Me- Melvin Gillard fought Harris Stevenson in a bare knuckle bout and it ended in a very Melvin Gillard fashion. I almost don't want to spoil it for please, you. Please
0: please spoil it. I need I need to know it all right now.
1: Melvin Gillard, the dude was on the ropes and the ref was not stepping in. The, the dude, not Melvin, the other dude, Harris, Harris, was on the ropes and the ref was not stepping in. Harris could have collapsed had the ropes not been there. But mm. he was hanging there <laughs> and the ref was not stepping in. So Melvin just looks at him and then just drills him with another. And mm. then he drops to his knee and the ref DQs Melvin.
0: I mean, what?
1: Yes, the ref disqualifies Melvin but because what? he said the man, he was down. Yeah. He was not down because the ref was not stepping in and the dude's knee was not down. The dude was hanging on the rope. So is the dude down if he's hanging on the ropes? Well, the ref wasn't stepping in. Oh. Melvin literally stopped, looks at the guy, and then punches him again and he falls to the ground and that's it. But Melvin D- Melvin Gallard DQ'd in his bare knuckle debut.
0: But why would he DQ him then? Because he stopped the fight?
1: Because he's the, because he's a because he's a terrible ref in in Mississippi.
0: I have no fucking clue. I have to watch it now. It's so amazing.
1: Yeah, I know it's crazy. And feel- you can watch Alan Belcher. Oh my! Alan God. Belcher was there with well, his awful, awful Johnny Cash tattoo. Well,
0: I saw, I saw that dude. That dude loves his fitness routines too. Listen, he loves. There's
1: it. two ways to go to heavyweight from middleweight. You can go the Jake <laughs> Collier way, and you can go the Alan Belcher way. <laughs>
0: Indeed i i mean look <laughs> alan belcher is <laughs> alan belcher i mean how could i even describe how alan belcher looks i mean he he was always a buff dude of course but now that dude that dude is, that dude's, that that dude dude's is a unit some, he's on some gear man
1: dude this card had it all This card had Bobo Bobo the Bible Belt Brawler O'Bannon. Possibly (laughs) possibly my favorite BKFC fighter on the roster right now.
0: Good nickname. Possibly. Very good nickname.
1: Great nickname. It fit dude, it his name and his nickname and everything about him fit him perfectly. (laughs) And he just just brutalizes a dude. Uh and uh, let's see what else we got. Kleckler, Kleckler absolutely destroyed someone. Quentin Henry is a wild man. The whole thing, BKFC is so entertaining.
0: Yes, I, uh, I'll, just, I'll watch this event. It just is. Um, you also watched something with some forum people. Alaska Fighting. Yes,
1: yes, we got, we got, ex- we were deprived by Wednesday, and that's okay because Alaska Fighting Championship had our back. Uh, <laughs> At 8 p.m. Pacific time, they come on the air on UFC Fight Pass, and they are in a backyard uh, in Alaska, in the backyard of the American Legion, somewhere in Anchorage, Alaska, and they are gonna beat the dark by going through five fights as fast as they possibly can. So it is like, it is like TKO to strikes. Okay, get those guys out of here. We gotta announce the other two guys and get the the guys like. The guys don't walk out to the cage; they just walk across the field. You know, so you just have the camera <laughs> on them. It's so good, dude. Yeah, that is good. It's so and it was it was seventy. It was like seventy-seven minutes. That's very in good. Five fights in seventy-seven minutes. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, the pacing, man. Look, also this UFC card. I can fast forward, but I I could not fathom.
1: Myself killed me. The last hour killed me.
0: And you see it with CFFC. You see it now with BKFC. You see it with Alaska fighting. Even Alaska fighting has good pacing. And the UFC just clearly hasn't. Bellator is the worst out of all of them. But
1: there is a there is a now undefeated guy who who was about to get defeated named Nicholas Harrington up in Alaska. He possibly had comeback of the year. Uh, It's a six minute fight. Where for six minutes he just got punched around the cage, uh, just just beat the fuck up, and uh, and then in some scramble jumps on the back and grabs a rear naked choke and secures a finish. This dude is uh this dude is in the this dude is in the in the very like amateur but being called a professional vein of completely out of shape, weighing in at one seventy mm-hmm. and. In the post-fight, is like, yeah, I need, I need to get in shape. I'm a 155, <laughs> you know, like, like he's like, yeah, I'm, I need, I need to, I'm a 155er or I'm a 145er. I, sh- I shouldn't be at 170, but he, he, come back, just come back of the year. We couldn't, we, it, every, it's went because it's that, it's that lower end of professional MMA. It's that regional scene where. You really don't know how good anybody is, so you're just making matchups of zero zero people and one and one and oh and one and oh and one people and hoping like you get some good fights. Mm-hmm. and you do, because ev- five fights, and they all are in the distance and they're all as entertaining as hell, and everybody's buying beer and screaming in the backyard of the American Legion. There's nothing more to want except maybe like a big grill grilling some chicken and some burgers.
0: you know I mean, they sure they have a
1: grill. Probably inside or Dude, something like course. a snack, a snack course. bar, or something. You need get, a your, snack get bar. your popcorn, get your beer, watch five fights in quick succession, what? and in the main event, Hunter Hickman takes the belt and looks pretty good doing it. Maybe he gets the call to the contender series. Who just, knows?
0: Just told you that Hunter Hickman, for a European guy, non English speaking European guy, doesn't sound real. Doesn't sound like a, a name you would you would ever. Be able just to get on a on
1: doesn't the, sound real to me, man. It's just some <laughs> dude up in Alaska. Like let's see where he's from. Let's see if he's from Alaska or even Hunter he's, Hickman. Yeah, Hunter Hickman. He's from yeah. Just nickname the hidden tiger,
0: pal. For our last <laughs> for our last eight minutes, I'll just hit you with stuff. I'll just I'll just go bonkers. Let's and do you, it. You just you just you just react. Um, the the <clears> the the title of this show is Karate is back because of. Fabiola Esquivel, and I just want to re-emphasize that karate combat. You you might not want to watch it in its all, but I'll link the high kick KO in the show notes. Um, it's one of the very best and one of the most incredible high kick KOs I've ever seen. Not joking. It was awesome. I. I I can't count how many times I've, wa- I've watched this, this, this GIF. <laughs> it consumed my days up to this podcast, and I just really want to give it the credit that it deserves. It's so awesome, all of it. It's, it's like it's like a a masterpiece of of I don't know, I don't know the word. I can't even I can't even think about. It. Just watch it. Tell me what you think. I, I watched it. It was amazing. Perfect.
1: And I will watch it again
0: now react to this misha tate has a next opponent after she cried and moaned and complained about her pay which clearly didn't make sense so she's probably not the healthiest why
1: did she so was she never actually cut from the ufc is that why she's fighting there because i feel like Bellator would just throw her bags of money. Same with BKFC.
0: I'm not... BKFC, at the moment, they have... They clearly have mafia money. But or um, something. Yeah, whatever money. Uh, crypto.com money. Crypto Bros money. But look, I'm quite sure she... she Her contract was terminated. I'm not... She went to, to one and had a billion contract. and All now right. She's fantasizing I, about...
1: I pulled it up. Okay. Ketlin Vieira. Uh-huh. Ketlin Vieira last lost a decision to Jana Kunitskaya in February mm-hmm. and won a decision against Sajara Eubanks. Mm-hmm. I think Misha can win this fight. Of course she can.
0: If she gets over her fantasy. Next thing about Misha Tate, I'm very fearful after she told us, which is basically a straight lie, that she had to pay 90% taxes and basically she had to pay the UFC to fight there because she had so much expenses and didn't earn enough um mm-hmm. next thing will be q on on i'm quite sure but oh yeah, boy i i'm sure that she can beat caitlin Vieira. it's it's favorable it it's favorable matchmaking as
1: dude they gave they gave misha 50k for beating up marianne renault correct they gave the her movie. a bonus
0: and she looked good doing it so credit where credit is due you have to look good even beating up the car All right. but she's man, got it
1: she's got to make another bonus that's all there is to it correct
0: then next one did you watch the ksw promo
1: i did watch the ksw promo i liked the ksw promo so much that i tried to get my wife to watch the ksw promo with me but she
0: wasn't she was like what is this what (laughs) why why are they
1: impersonating a detective
0: and an escaped criminal if 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 your wife is listening to this which clearly she doesn't but no i i beg her to watch this promo, and if you can't watch this promo, uh, dear Luke wife, please, our listeners, watch the KSW 60, 63 promo. It's another masterpiece.
1: This man, these two fighters fought before, mm-hmm. correct? King and oldest, these two yes. fighters are now now they are now they are in a in on a set pretending to be an escaped convict and a detective talking, and the detective is interrogating the convict about how he beat the detective before.
0: What else? And
1: how he will do it again. What is else? that correct?
0: Yes. <laughs> well, what okay. else could it, could this it, it be? This is amazing.
1: This is fucking amazing. This, is this a- promo is approaching levels of Pray for Myrtle.
0: Yes. Promo. Look, like, this is a top good, five. This KSW boardroom who cleared this one is a good boardroom.
1: Do You think they focus group this thing? I don't think yes. so. I think they like johnny go make a promo and johnny was like Fuck <laughs> yes. yeah let's do this Let have
0: some some things first and then i make a promo pal.
1: give me an old cop car and give me an old t- tr- uh, dick tracy hat and
0: we'll make a promo let's it's, do it it's the very
1: best it's the best
0: uh react to this jake paul was in an interview his boxing bout with T-Wood is approaching It's next weekend.
1: Rapidly approaching next, next weekend. weekend. We got a busy week next week.
0: Jake Paul plans to hunt down Tyron Woodley and knock him out. And he said, quote, I am a real killer in there. I believe it. <laughs> Me too. I'm actually afraid. He that. likes it. I'm actually afraid. Do people talk about Tyron Woodley having hands and good boxing. I heard a an interview Masvidal did, and he said that Woodley has good hands Pal, just telling you, Woodley has one good hand, which is his right, and he has nothing else. You haven't seen. Watch every time Woodley fight. There is, there ever has been. He's got, he's
1: got one good hand and two good gams. Man generates a lot of power from those hips. You have never seen. You have never seen. This could play into his. This could play into it. Like Jake could hunt him down. Oh my god, it's like literally the in the Chiron on topology while I'm talking. Jake could hunt him down, the quote. And Tyron could then catch him coming in. That was I my mean, That impossible. was my take,
0: pal. You took it. You took it away from me. I'm I'm, I'm sorry
1: sad. to steal it from you.
0: But but listen, people talking about Tyron Woodley having hands, you have not seen this man box because he doesn't. He just has one good hand and he has it be- also because of his takedown threats he had in, in mma so i am excited for this boxing bout mm-hmm. and I, I have no fucking clue why and I, I hate myself a bit for it but it's it's
1: there. when when is it is it saturday i think this so. saturday
0: doesn't matter next week this
1: coming saturday next it, so we got we're going to have a very busy week we're going to have friday's invicta um uh-huh. which i must watch invicta will have two belts on the line must watch uh, tv yes. must watch for me, absolutely. If you want, I can uh, recap it the next day and we can talk about it and we'll, decide we'll if, it's, it. It's re- if it's a it's... must watch for everyone else. Yes, it is. But Mara Barella and uh, Helen Peralta and Jody Esquibel and uh, Emily Decote and Danielle Taylor. These are all names that, I've, that I know and that I've seen fight before. Um, can I remember their fights? Absolutely not. No. I can't remember shit. But I will absolutely watch and see who gets those belts. And then we got Barboza versus Chikadze plus the Ultimate Fighter finals. And then we got Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley all it in sounds, one weekend. It sounds and then we like got more PFL.
0: Did, do we? It. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. It sounds. Yeah, like we got heaven.
1: one more set of one more set of finals to get into the championship for PFL. I think maybe two more sets of finals. I can't remember.
0: Look. I am looking forward to this. I enjoyed the UFC. I enjoyed all of the the fights that happened during this week and I hope you did too. I hope you enjoyed this, in a, this podcast. It, trying trying to a, dude, trying to I wrap think, up here.
1: Listen, no, no wrap-ups. <laughs> we're going <laughs> we're going over. Best best event of the week for you. What was it?
0: Right. UFC? No, it's uh, best event. Best thing that ever happened to me this week was um Fabiola Fabiola's nice. Fabiola's high kick, and uh, I mean, nice. I didn't watch that many. and I didn't watch whole events, but of course, it was. It, it has to be. It has to be her KO. And for for event, it maybe maybe the UFC. I
1: think I think Bare Knuckle outdid themselves this week with what could have been a boring event for Bare Knuckle and was quite entertaining across the board. Definitely. So I will. Rec- I will recommend
0: them yet again. Definitely going to watch. So you do the wrap up now, you fool. Catch us on Instagram
1: on the MMA Love Instagram. DM us and tell us to shut up if you need to, because I keep interrupting Matt. Give us catch uh, me on Instagram at Luke MMA Love and see all the cards that I post that we never talk about. Yeah, we talk about Matt that and I now. are now I'm, co-owners of a chemo card.
0: I'm interrupting. It's I'm interrupting you. Wrap up now. Give us, give us your thirty seconds card update, trading card update.
1: I realize that the cards that I most care about are the cards of my favorite fighters my favorite fighter one of my favorite fighters is Li Zhang and her her UFC panini select cards are fantastic the pictures are good and the cards look great so I started buying singles of those and posting other cards on eBay that I don't necessarily want for very high numbers of money uh, because there are no other cards of them on eBay so we'll see if anyone wants to buy them I don't know if anyone really wants a quad relic of Ariani Celeste mm-hmm. but I do have one on eBay
0: Pal, tell me, what who, is your? Who wouldn't is, want it? You, you, um, you regularly rip up, open these packs. What, what was your favorite card you pulled this week?
1: I think I pulled this week in in Israel Adesanya Octagon side card. The Octagon side cards look very good in Israel's, especially. So. I will say good. that was my favorite this week. So but I also is- will receive some Wei Li Zhang single cards in the uh, in the mail, and those will be the best. And I'll probably post a updated Wei Li Zhang card collection on Instagram this week at some point. We
0: are we are on some some retro trading cards um, oh, at yeah. the moment, and I think they they deserve a bit more time next, like maybe next time or whenever whenever we have not enough to talk about
1: whenever whenever we whenever we decide that it's time to do a trading card special and talk about only cards from k one kickboxing that are twenty five years old like oh my God, we need to do this
0: thank dude, we need to do this thanks for your time Luke I uh, love to talk to you next week of course thank you Bye-bye. bye bye bye.
1: He looks a little shaken there. This is some dramatic stuff here on Battle Bank.